Hey everyone and welcome to the Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question. Hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred January 5th. The thing you need to know about the vast majority of Texans, and I'm sure I've said this before, is that we are vastly unprepared for the cold. To understand that, one only need to look at the freeze the state had in February of 2021 that saw the power grid fail, causing many to freeze to death, businesses to shut down, and politicians to run to the warmer Mexican climate. Temperatures dipped into the negatives, and for the state, it was a shock. But that's hardly the coldest it has ever gotten on the planet. Back in July, we talked about the coldest temperature ever recorded at the Vostok Research Station with a record-setting negative 89.2 degrees Celsius. But we've already talked about that. Back in the day, there were all kinds of celebrations revolving around frosts. In the winter of 1683-84, to a frost fair was held with writer John Evelyn saying, Coaches piled from Westminster to the temple, as in the streets, sleds sliding with skeets, a bull baiting, horse and coach rides, puppet plays and interludes, cooks tippling and other lewd places, so that it seemed a carnival on the water. And before that was a period of time known as the Little Ice Age, which followed a group of animals, child versions of a mammoth, a sloth, and a saber-toothed tiger, and more, as they tried to reunite with their parents in the Great Valley. Wait a minute. My pages were stuck together. The Little Ice Age was a football game held by... Penguins? It was a 300-year period starting in the 16th century that saw the likes of King Henry VIII ride a sled on the Thames from London to Greenwich in 1536, and Elizabeth I shooting archery targets while on the ice. And while these are very much impressive on their own, with the exception of a 300-year-old cold spurt, they are not out of the ordinary, question mark. This brings us at long last to the topic of today's episode. The year was 1709, and on this day, January 5th, Europe's coldest winter in 500 years, dubbed the Great Frost, began. And this was during winter already, but essentially what happened was that it got very, very cold, very, very fast. And while this may have been met with some joy, as would any other cold snap, things soon began to take a turn. On the first night of this cold snap, a temperature of negative 12 degrees Fahrenheit was recorded by William Durham, although a temperature of negative 5 degrees Fahrenheit is thought to have been the average. What that meant was that without warning, thousands of people died from hypothermia. Hundreds of animals froze to death, causing food shortages. It was even reported that the cold was so severe, birds were freezing mid-air. 
According to TheGuardian.com, corpses were impossible to move because they had frozen to their beds and all across Europe, rivers iced over, including the canals in Venice, which, while good for ice fairs, brought commerce to a halt. And speaking of bringing European commerce to a halt, looking at the Guardian article, they state that the English economy went down 23% during this time, taking 10 years before it was able to even think about recovering. Going back to Durham, he would write, I believe the frost was greater, if not more universal also, than any other within the memory of man. It wouldn't be called the Great Frost if it ended quickly. In England, it lasted for three months and six more cold snaps. It also affected rich and poor alike. The poor because they lacked the amenities and the rich because their purely aesthetic designs for homes were not practical. The Duchess of Orleans would write of Versailles, The cold here is so fierce that it fairly defies description. I am sitting by a roaring fire. I have a screen before the door which is closed so that I can sit here with a fur around my neck, and I am still shivering and can barely hold the pin. Never in my life have I seen a winter such as this one. I think it's hard to really drive this fact home, but it was so cold that the ground froze. Forests died and much-needed crops that were planted or needed to be planted were lost, causing starvation, which led to open revolts. In France, 155 acts of rebellion occurred between February and June. People were just so desperate that they descended onto any building or institution that might have food. And to make matters worse, there was not one, not three, not four, but two wars going on at this time. The Great Northern War, which was the Swedish invasion of Russia, where we once again learn to never go to war with Russia during the winter, and the War for Spanish Succession, which has been described as the First World War and involved France and Spain uniting to mixed results. 600,000 French and 20,000 Swedish people died as a result of the frost, the war, and the famine that was occurring. There are reports of there being as many as 2,000 deaths in a single night. So what happened after? Aside from the famine and revolts and death, you mean? Well, the ice would eventually thaw, but so much ice and water has to go somewhere, and it didn't have a lot of places to do so. And so there were reports of mass flooding in areas. As far as deaths go, we aren't really sure the exact number, although it's estimated to be in the hundreds of thousands. And to go along with the unknown number of deaths, we don't really know what caused the sudden temperature drop. It's generally accepted, however, that there was a decrease in energy from the sun, which resulted in less ozone formation, which impacted the weather and just made it a really bad year. It could be related to the Maunder minimum, I'm not sure if the pronunciation on that's right, which is when the sun enters into a sort of quiet phase, growing dimmer and less surface activity. And this type of thing supposedly happens every 11 years, so it will, in theory, happen again. Another theory is volcanoes. Volcanic eruptions that occurred years prior threw so much dirt and debris into the air that it began a cooling of the earth until it ultimately 
resulted in the great frost. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was Audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.